This is Charlotte Donlin, and you're listening to Hope for the Lonely. Learn more about my first book, The Great Belonging, and my other writing and work at charlottedonlin.com. Each chapter, and this video is on chapter seven from The Great Belonging, and the title of this chapter is A Breakdown. Um, this chapter uh, was originally an, um, or came from an essay uh, that was written for something else. Um, it's about my first, uh, manic episode and recovery from that. And when I was diagnosed with bipolar disorder and, um, so this chapter is a little bit about how people with mental health issues can experience loneliness and how I've experienced loneliness in my, um, when I haven't been healthy and, um, some things that help me recover, um, from, my mania and depression and things that helps me feel less alone when I was struggling with mental health issues. So um, this, yeah, I talk a lot about the Psalms and liturgy and um, I've had a lot of people reach out to me and thank me for the way that I um, write about mental illness in this book. Because it's not a book about mental illness. Like I've said, loneliness, um, I've said it many times. I think I said it in the last video for the previous chapter. Lonely or two ago. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, Loneliness is not a mental illness. Um, But mental illness can, uh, like it can come with mental illness. It can be a symptom of mental illness. So um, I can be perfectly healthy and not be manic or depressed and have, you know, feel lonely in some way, or I can be, you know, manic or depressed and not feel lonely. Um, I know a lot of people with depression struggle with loneliness. So anyway, I write about mental illness in this book, but it's not a book about mental illness. And it's just kind of a normal part of my life. So it's written about in this book as if it's a normal part of my life because it is. And actually Sarah Sanderson wrote a review of the great belonging that was published at mockingbird over at mbird.com. And I think it's on her personal website too, which I don't know the, the URL, but her name is Sarah Sanderson. Um, and in her review of the book, she wrote about the way I write about mental illness. And I just think um, I really appreciate her, perspective on that. And she lives with bipolar disorder also. Um, so it means a lot coming from her um, because we pay attention to these things, you know, those of us who live with mental illness. And I guess even those who don't, I wouldn't know because I'm not one of those people. Um, you know, it matters how we write about things and how we write about um, mental health and um, how we treat it. And I, I've said this many times to many people. I don't know how many times I've said it in public, but I consider it a privilege and an honor to be able to be open about living with bipolar disorder because I know a lot of people don't have that option for whatever reason, um, whether it's their job or family situation or just some sort of personal situation. Like I don't expect everyone who lives with mental illness to be open about it and honest about it and vulnerable and, Um, it's just how I approach it. And I do consider it an honor and a privilege 
to be able to talk about it. And um, for me, it's easier to be honest and talk about it. Like if I tried to hide it, that would just take up too much energy and probably make me crazy. Like probably land me back in the um, inpatient psychiatric hospital. Um, When I was first diagnosed during my huge first manic episode in 2007, um, everyone knew I was in the hospital. I mean, not everyone, but everyone who knew me knew I was in the hospital because I was mentally ill. And in that moment of like, you know, the low, one of the lowest points of my life, I had a choice to make. And one of the choices I could make, which is the one I made was to be open and honest about it and not hide what had happened to me. And at that point, I didn't know how to talk about it, but I wasn't hiding it, you know, and I, um, didn't pretend to be what I wasn't. I didn't pretend to be healthy. I didn't pretend to not be manic until the meds worked and I was no longer manic. I didn't pretend to not be depressed. Um, you know, and some people moved away from me during this season and some people moved closer toward me in this season. And I don't blame anyone, you know, it's hard to have someone you love or a friend um, go through something like this. Um, so things can change with a huge mental health crisis and, um, that's how it works. So anyway, this chapter, um, chapter seven was about, or is about that first manic episode and recovery. Thanks for listening to Hope for the Lonely. Learn more about my writing and work at charlottedonlin.com.